We're going to send this to your mom and your sister and your grandparents unless you give us $50,000. You're lucky I'm on Seroquel and lithium. Welcome to Movie Muggin, the father and son podcast that wants to wish all you moms out there a happy Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. Did you even realize today's Mother's Day, Jack? Um, uh, yeah. Okay. You got something nice for your mother? Uh, I went to Jared. Did you? And K and Zales. Every as well. kiss begins with K. I did not go to K. <laughs> I went to Jared and Zales and Hellsburg Diamonds. Okay. You're going to make me look bad. Because <laughs> yeah, I didn't go to any of those places. The nothing I got. <laughs> I just said I went there. I didn't do anything. I mean, you work in the mall. You walk by one, I guess. <laughs> yeah. On the way to Great American Cookie. Mm, okay. Which those fucking brookies, man. Yeah, I get them for you as many times as I get them for me. So. Man, if you've never eaten a brookie, Great American Cookie, proud it's, sponsor yeah. of Movie Muggin one Brownie, day. Brownie, cookie. They make them bigger than mm-hmm. every, the only cookie that's bigger is the colossal cookie, and that's just a massive cookie with big M and M's in it. Nah, nah, yeah, the brookie is just so. If if it's the right day, I mean, it can be amazing. I'll eat an M M&M and M cookie, but I don't seek them out. Yeah, I've bought them before. They're always good, but I mean, if there's double fudge and there's brookies, then I don't look at anything else. Yeah, they're eventually going to get voted off my Survivor Cookie Island. <laughs> but every time I go, they're never just like perfectly ready to like help me out. So I'll just stand there and look for a little bit as if I'm going to order anything than what they already know I'm going to order and <laughs> what I've always ordered. So are there things there that you've just never even thought about ordering? Uh, yeah, a snickerdoodle. I don't even know what that is. Imagine sugar cookie, but like cinnamon on it. Everyone in my store loves them, and that's like a couple people's go-to, but it's just, that's not what I look for in a cookie. And there's like macadamia nut white chocolate. No, I'm good on that one. Birthday one or whatever, where it's icing and sprinkles on it, and it's like, that's not a cookie anymore. I don't want that. I, I want chocolate, usually. Not usually, always. Chocolate for the win. Also, a oatmeal raisin. No. My, my boss likes an oatmeal raisin, and I shit on him for it. Oatmeal cookies are good. Oatmeal Fuck chocolate yeah. chip. Oh, yeah. yeah. But raisins. I know. Like, if I'm at a party, and I take a bite into a cookie I think is oatmeal chocolate chip, and it's oatmeal raisin, I'm liable to beat somebody up. If I get a box of raisins and open it, and there's raisins in it, I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I'd rather be empty. Yeah. All right, well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This is episode 159. Wow. All right, let's not dilly-dally here because it's Mother's Day and we have a special lobby time Mother's Day edition. That's very breathy. <laughs> All right, well, here we go. It's lobby time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. It's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. All right, this is a very special lobby time. In honor of Mother's Day, we have a very, very, very special guest in studio. 
ladies and gentlemen, my wife, Jack's mother, Olivia. That's a really long round of applause there. Forgot to mention we had a studio audience. So happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Jack, you got anything you want to say to your mother? I'm just smiling at her. On this day? <laughs> yeah, I confirm. He's happy smiling. Mother's Day. Thank you. So you having a good Mother's Day so far? <laughs> <laughs> Am I having a good Mother's Day so yeah, far? Yeah, yeah. Am I supposed to pretend we're recording this on Mother's Day? <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. did you like what I gave you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay, yeah. Well, I don't really have anything else for you other than you getting to be on the show, but I know that <laughs> I know that that's more than enough. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right, so just want to have a little fun real quick, and what I wanted to do is um play a little game where uh how well do you know your mother? Okay. With Jack. Okay. I feel like we need a theme song for this next year, although you might be split next Although year. what? You I'm still going to be his mom. I know, but... You I've, might not be in the picture. I'll have to... <laughs> yes, I'll, I will. I'll have to come up with other questions, though. So, yeah, you yeah. will. All right, Jack. First question, how old is your mother? Seriously? You're 48. Yeah. Jack, where was your mother born? Oh, Shit, wait, is this... Interesting. So is this city or is this... City, state? Yeah, city, state. I don't know about city, but Virginia. Uh huh. And Timbuktu. And <laughs> that was not two questions. You didn't even know how, how many questions that was before. You you only got part of it right though. There wasn't two parts. City and state. You only got one right. Uh, do you know the city? Yeah, Fredericksburg, Virginia. Correct. And and this isn't how well do You've I know my her wife? A lot longer than me. Yeah, you're right. I have. And that's a useless fact. It is not. Jack, what's your mom's favorite TV show? Oh, <laughs> do I even know my favorite TV show? <laughs> Ever? No, right just, now. Right now. Married at first sight. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Jack, what's your mom's favorite store to shop at? <laughs> Hopefully not Kendra Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Second favorite. <laughs> Loft. Yep. <laughs> Jack, what's Correct. your mom's what's your mom's favorite type of vacation? Beach. <laughs> he knows me pretty well. These are all easy. Jack, who is your mother's favorite singer? Why you gotta call me out like that? What are you talking about? We were just talking about him the other day. Shit. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen, right? No. And then Jerry, whatever. Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Who's the other Springsteen one? No, Springfield. Springfield. No, that's not her. Uh, that's Mom. not right. Uh, the Spin Doctors. Come on. <laughs> that was a joke. Like right now, if I could listen. Post Malone. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. All right, Jack. Who is your mother's celebrity crush? Oh, Do shit, I know shit. this? Bradley Cooper. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. All right, Jack. Here's some deep dive questions. Okay. Has your mother ever been in a physical altercation? Yes. Yeah, that's right. You care to elaborate on that? I mean, it's like in seventh grade. You like slapped a guy, didn't you? Yeah. He he kept calling me Carrot Top. And like he would call me worse things than that, too. Like I I was used to Carrot Top. And I always thought, y'all are dumbasses because the tops of carrots are green. Mm-hmm. 
And so he called me a lot of different things and said a lot of different things about me. It wasn't me, by the way. No, it wasn't him. And so I said some things about him that weren't very nice. And and so I think after class, he spit in my face Damn. or something. That's fucked up. Yeah. And so I slapped him. And then, yeah, we kind of got in a little <laughs> fight and some, some guys pulled him off, I think. So. Did you win? I think we both lost because we got ISS for three days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. So. All right, Jack, what's your mother's favorite restaurant? Oh, that's a tough one. She can only eat at three. I know. I would say... <laughs> that's why it's tough. Cause... I would say Fuzzies. <clears throat> Five Guys. Okay. Yeah, okay. Jack. I don't know. I eat. If, I think you're wrong on that one. I eat at Fuzzies a lot. Uh, I, I, said, I think yeah. Jack was right. <clears throat> No. <laughs> Jack, if your mother finds a gray hair, does she cuss at them as she plucks them out? Yes. <laughs> How is that a deep dive? Jack, has your mother ever had to put a bitch in her place? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, care to elaborate on that? <laughs> I know mom's mom. <laughs> She'll do it too. Which time? <laughs> How about the dentist? Just don't talk down to me, okay? <laughs> oh, did did you finish your appointment? No, I left. Okay, good. I was going to say if you did that and then Don't stayed. talk in a condescending tone. That's like the one of the only things that upsets me. I'm so even-keeled. I'm so just like don't get riled up about things, but just don't talk down to me. And I've gotten better as I've gotten older. So. All right, Jack, how would your mother rank these? As in which does she hate? Starting with the least to the most, okay? Seeing a roach in the bedroom just as she's closing her eyes to go to sleep, not washing her hands after handling raw chicken, or not getting the grade she thinks she deserves on a paper. <laughs> so wait, I have to rank one of these is one, one is two, and one is three? Yeah, which does she hate the least to the very worst? <laughs> um, <laughs> That's not fair. The, what is papers is she hates the most. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't remember what order the numbers go in. So that one's she hates the most. <laughs> Roach is number two because she'll run out of the room. And I'm no, a, it's raw chicken. I highly fucking doubt it. What is your is your reaction stronger to if I go to like I really touch the fridge door with raw chicken hands uh, or if there is a roach right where you're about to sleep and it runs under your nightstand? That's actually happened. And you, you're uh, gonna when we were in college, yeah. When we were in college, I got in bed and there was something kind of cool, like cold to, to the yeah. touch on my leg, and I pulled the covers. There's a fucking roach in the bed we had a bad problem with roaches when yeah we, were in college. we did i've been around mom when she she screams and runs when there's a roach mm, that's you even, no i was gonna say even, that's june bugs even i'm a little bit better about roaches than she is yeah he i is. can go and stomp on okay. one she can't be within 50 feet so you're you're saying I think all of those tie for number one i would have said roach number two chicken number three but maybe it's because it's been so long since you've i don't yeah <laughs> made there, dinner it's both what do I have to do with chicken juice on my hands? Like, just have it there for a minute? Do I have to touch things? Not, well, just not washing your hands. Yeah. After touching raw Oh, chicken. like for a while? Just like go about my business? Yeah. No. Okay, then that would be number two. That might you, be you number should, one. You should specify these things in your question. I know. They go was, a little bit deeper than service level. Surface level. Okay, very we're vague. out of time on that question. 
All right, Jack, does your mother talk out loud to herself when nobody is around? How would he know? Nobody's around. Yes. <laughs> How do you know? Nobody is around. Hey, but is he right? Am I right? No. <laughs> Jack, what is your person. Jack, what is your mother's most common stress dream? <laughs> oh, shit, I actually I have no idea. You don't know? Not even a guess. Okay. Olivia? That, I'm completely clueless. Really? I know. I just wanted her to talk about it. <laughs> Jerk. So it's where you uh you have to pee and you can't find a suitable bathroom. Like either the bathroom is horribly filthy and you're barefoot or <laughs> like the stalls are, it's like a, maybe like a unisex bathroom and the stall doors are like a foot <laughs> long. <laughs> so like you can totally see over them or like one time the toilet, one of my dreams was in an office chair that was on top of a desk in a glass office. <laughs> what does this mean? Does that's, anyone know? That's weird. I, peeing your pants isn't that bad. I don't know. There's not that... It's not that bad. Yeah, I don't know. Jack, has your mother ever kissed a poster? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. pretty sure. Was it John Bon Jovi? I mean, maybe. It was Bruce Springsteen. I remember when my... <laughs> no. That's the really shitty one, right? Gross. Jesse Eisenfeld or whatever is the Jesse's girl. I did have... I, I just forget his last name every time, so I make up a new that's one. That's it, Jesse Eisenfeld. Yeah. <laughs> I had a poster of uh, Bon Jovi, the whole band, in my room growing up, and my grandmother came in one day, and she goes, she looked at it, she said, you don't want to look like those girls, do you? <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> Jack, has a movie ever scared your mother so much that she made your father put the videotape out in the car until he could return it to Blockbuster? I've heard that, yes. What movie? Was it The Ring? And, <laughs> it was... Uh, Don't tell me it was Nightmare on... No, shit, what was that? I can't... Uh, Blair Witch. Oh, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> that movie wasn't even scary. And, and then... I recommended it uh, to my mom to watch, and she put it out on the back porch. <laughs> <laughs> Why are people so superstitious back then? I don't know. And don't Blair know. Witch was, what, like 99 or something? I don't know. We weren't as evolved as we are now. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but the- <laughs> All right, Jack, two more questions. Does your mother think that broke boys deserve pussy? <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> no. I know no, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So I, I have a playlist called Real Hot Girl Shit with uh, Megan the Stallion or Megan the Stallion. Yeah. Cardi uh, B. Cardi B. Nicki Minaj. Uh-huh, Doja Cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saweetie. Yeah. And I listen to it a lot. Well, I finally got your mother on board, and she comes in every day. She's like, "Skinny waist, fat ass girl, tap in, <laughs> tap 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 in." <laughs> I'm the only one out of our immediate family who doesn't listen to that kind of music. And sometimes she'll walk in and say, fuck being good. I'm a bad bitch. (laughs) I've heard that one. Sick of motherfuckers trying to tell me how to live. (laughs) Yeah, well. I'm surrounded by the whitest white people I know. All right, Jack, last question. Has your mom pooped in the box and sent it off yet? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad you asked. Yes. Oh, cool. How do you know? I'm just hoping that that's what it okay. is. <laughs> so I have, a, I have a question. I have some stories about no, that. No, How'd you do it? Oh, God. <laughs> Did you just like put it on the floor and like squat <laughs> over it? No. 
How do you do it? I don't really want to get into all that, okay? I don't want her to get into stories. Well, not involving that. I'll just look up how do you use a poop box. (laughs) Yeah, you could look it up, but that's not what my story is about. Do you put a bag underneath the toilet seat and then put the toilet seat down so you sit and your shit falls in it and then you kind of just grab it and lift up the seat? Tie it off and put it in the box? Or? I think you have... Yes, except it's a container with the screw-on lid. No, I, I just picture it like the box is down low and like you poop on some ramp and it just kind of tumbles <laughs> down into the box. That had to smell bad. Shit out of the water smells five times worse <laughs> than does. actual shit. I'm going to tell you that the next morning when I was brushing my teeth, I thought about it again and I dry heat. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I had to drop it at UPS... <laughs> And it says Cola Guard on there. No, I wanted to just like throw it through the door and run away. (laughs) That's awesome. I can never go back there again. Did you go to one like 45 minutes away? No, I went on the one on the way to work. Uh, Did you shake it? No. Try to coat all the walls of the box? Put a fragile sticker on it? I like, I was trying to ignore it. I just didn't really want to do it. And then I got a text, and it was all urgent. Like, <laughs> you got five days to shit in the box, lady. <laughs> I was like, well, fuck. Do you want to know the results? You got them already? Yeah. Well, I'm assuming if it was bad news, you would have told me. Yeah, I would have. Okay. It smells like yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was... Oh, thank well, you, you. You got a letter in the mail. You sent this to the wrong place, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I wonder how much they have to pay those people to open those boxes of shit. Because I'm going to tell you, there were, those were a lot of directions. Like, it wasn't easy. Like, it wasn't like you just shit in a box and you send it off. There were a lot of steps. So it's like, if you don't have at least a high school diploma, if you're aging a little bit, and maybe you don't read the directions or maybe you're like your dad and you just can't really follow directions, you're going to have a problem pooping in a box. So uh, I would imagine when they get those boxes, well, that sounds rough. But also, you got to think how uh, it's not always going to be sitting in a nice cold environment. It's no. going to be fermenting. Oh my your shit gosh. is going to be bubbling and fermenting you in had to hot pour, mail rooms. And you had to pour a bottle of liquid in there. <laughs> like liquid. I I swear I dry heaved brushing my teeth. I was so sick at my thought. stomach. Yes. Gosh. Like, hey, so does anybody else, yeah. whenever they think about it, think of the song Dick in a Box? Yes. It's my poop in a box. Yep. My poop in a box, girl. Yeah. Well, congratulations. I'm glad that it came back as a clean. Yeah, it was this is not clean. It wasn't clean. It was negative, which is good. So when I was at the doctor, she said five years, but then the thing said three years. So I don't really know, but I'm scarred. It's going to take me that long to get over it. I'm going to need some therapy. (laughs) (sighs) So you said you got some stories, any stories that you want to tell on here or uh, about the poop in the box? Well, you said you have stories. Is it about the poop in the box or stories? Those were my stories that I dry heaved thinking about it and (laughs) I died of embarrassment giving the UPS guy my shit in a container. Just he was like, do you need a receipt? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't want a receipt. I want to never see you again. So if you walked in, say, next week, 
and the guy that you gave it to was there, would you walk out? No. What if he was like, how'd that turn out? Ugh, yeah, you get your yes, results work, back? Walk out. <laughs> I opened it and looked at it, by the way. And also, you can't just like leave it hanging around. Like After you do the disgusting things you have to do, you got to get it to the UPS store pretty quick. Just like, do it on the way. I know. We talked about a, a friend of mine at work, and I talked about it because it took her three tries to get her poop in a box, right? Yeah, we talked about this and on an earlier episode. Oh, if yeah. you want to hear it, you can uh, try to find it because I have no idea what episode it was. <laughs> and um, we talked, what did we talk about? Shit, thanks for interrupting. Shitting on the way? Yo, no, that UPS store should set up a little area for you to shit in your box at the UPS store. No. Yes. You know how much money that would cost? Yeah. You just like you just like walk in with your poop in a box container. You'd be like, can I use your bathroom? I mean, uh, it's called going out back. But <laughs> let's be realistic. How many of those boxes do they get in a fucking year? I know. They probably get a lot. No, they don't get a lot. I wouldn't You're think so. You're not making me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> not enough to build a special bathroom with a ramp to make it roll down in the box. It doesn't. There's no ramp. <laughs> there is in my mind. No, there's no ramp. It's it's just like that thing. It's a Rube Goldberg. Uh, I was in the middle of saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Knocks over some dominoes mm-hmm. on the way. <laughs> Pops some balloons. I might dry heap thinking about it. <laughs> that would be great. Yep. So that would be great for the show. <laughs> Little doo-doo gets rolling, turns into a ball. I mean, a snowball down Yesterday when I took a shit and, and part of it came out of the water, that smelled rancid. I'm yeah. trying to see if mom will dry heap. Yeah, poops outside of the water, like you said. It's just bad. <laughs> and it's then you hard. have to pour the liquid into it. <laughs> And watch it just kind of break oh apart. Did you do like Tom Cruise and cocktail? You're just shaking it and throwing it behind your back afterwards. No, you got to take like this little. It sort of looks like a mascara wand. Oh no! And you got to like drag it on the poop, but not what? too much, just right. What? And put really? it in a can. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you. What? That wow. is so much better than I could have ever expected that to be. And, and I so, look forward to doing that. No, colonoscopy is the way to go, man. Yeah, I, don't want I was not in a good mood after pooping fist, in a box. There's not a fist up your ass. There's like a I little know. tiny tube with a camera on it. But then you got to like go. Uh, yeah, but you get some good drugs. But you also got to drink that whole thing. But you get some good drugs. Does the, <laughs> Are the drugs better, worth it? Yes. Then that to drink that whole thing. Yes. I would like to take some drugs to forget <laughs> I ever shit in a box. <laughs> I could probably help you in that endeavor. <laughs> Find some people with some stuff you might want. Guarantee it. <sighs> Got some clonopins. That's not enough. You take my Seroquel. No, I was getting over it until this. <laughs> Exposure happy, therapy. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day. Thanks. Now your new stress dream is you're gonna keep messing up the, <laughs> the boot box. Yes. Are you going to, instead of nowhere good to pee, it's always going to be, you're going to have to poop like in view of somebody in your box and do and, the whole process and they're going to smell it and freak out. And, and you've got to time it just right, too. You've got to time it just right. Like, you need to like go, but you can't need to go too bad because then you open the box, you're like, fuck, this is like 20 freaking page of directions. What about the pee? Where does the pee go? You just have to be real careful with that, okay? Because you can't poop and pee in it. As a dude, it's easier. They 
Because you can probably just aim your dick up out of the toilet <laughs> and just arc it in front of you just onto the floor somewhere. It's wow. a whole ordeal. It is literally a whole ordeal. I hope that the the UPS man is in your stress dream too, just kind of <laughs> overlooking the whole process, <laughs> supervising. Like you see him like 35 feet away, just silently shaking his head, yep. like watching you. <laughs> you know, I've been doing a pretty good job with this story, Tom. I think my sister would be proud, but I've about had my fill. <laughs> So Your and, box is full. So unless you, you have some other uh, Mother's Day um, stuff you want to talk about or anything you care yeah. to share on this special of all special days. Wait, could they do anything if you just like took multiple days worths of poops in the box? Just like actually fully filled the box and sent it to them? Could they do you, anything? Was you that, can you get to, fined or anything? No. no. You, they would send you another box and they would say, please. <laughs> They would say, try again. But that would, that would be funny, right? But it would <laughs> just fill in the entire box. The UPS guy would be like, damn, this is really... Yeah. <laughs> it's going to cost you extra. I mean, but you're <laughs> going to have to keep the box somewhere because you're not going to fill that up in a day. In the freezer. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. Why'd you look at her like that? Just see I that reaction. I didn't put any of my stuff in the freezer, just so you know. <laughs> okay. I am uh, officially <laughs> tapping out on this conversation. Your dad's so done. All right, Livia. Well, happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Thank you so much for dropping by. Sure. And uh, blessing us with the lovely story of uh, <laughs> your birth. <laughs> Poop in a box. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, we'll see you next time. Maybe a, a Lobby Tom X uh, yeah. eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Happy Mother's Day. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Olivia. <laughs> Thank you, studio audience. <laughs> abruptly stop every time. They're talented. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and Jack will unveil today's movie. Okay, so today's movie came out in 2009. Uh, it's rated PG. Wow. Uh, runtime of one hour, 31 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 34%, while the audience gave it a 43%. Uh, IMDb gave this 5.2 out of 10 stars. Um, the more mothers tell us that someone is referred to as crazy sexy and there is some drinking. Crazy sexy. No way that sounds familiar. Crazy sexy, that's the name of the brothel where I was stationed over in Germany. You're stationed at a brothel? Um, I was stationed there some nights. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, crazy sexy. But I feel like... I've heard it in a movie as well. I'm I'm gonna roll the dice and say that I've I know this movie. <laughs> well, you've rolled correctly. Okay. Uh, this movie is called Paul Blart and Malkoff. Oh my goodness! Um, I haven't seen this in so long. I remember I loved it. I loved when he played Detroit Rock City. I loved when he passed out from low blood sugar and went and got the hairy sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So I think this was film stripping's like uh, second episode or something like that. And they referred back to it so many times. Uh, I'm not going to tell you it's because they loved it or they hated it. I mean, it's a great movie. Uh, but I think they'll appreciate this episode. I don't expect to laugh as much as I remember laughing or like the scenes as much. I just expect to have a good time. I mean, <laughs> I don't think this movie uh, will really be much more than... The 34 that Rotten Tomatoes gave it, but I think it'll be fun. Chris and Erica are going to crack up when they see that this is the one we've released. 
I'm excited. Yeah, good stuff, man. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it also. And it's been since I was probably like 10 years old since you've seen it. And it came out, I don't know when in 2009, but I was nine. I loved this movie. I just remember like... He had somebody else's cell phone, and didn't it like have some song about bubblegum in the yeah. title or something? Chew up all my, my bubblegum. Bubble yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, his daughter's cell phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he gets hot sauce in the guy's eye. <laughs> All right, don't don't give it away. I haven't seen this in, Ugh. gosh. And you probably blocked it all out. No, did we used to have the DVD? We do have the DVD. We do still? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Now that I think about it, yeah, I think we do. Yeah, y'all have watched this many, many times. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 2009's Paul Blart Mall Cop. Yep. Let me give it the 50 Cent Tour. Um, die Hard in a Mall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. So Paul Blart versus John McClane. Who you got? John McClane. Okay. Paul Blart got lucky. We'll compare and contrast real quick. Well, John McClane is in shape. John McClane seems to know actually what he's doing. Um, John McClane has the power of actually being able to murder the people on his side, uh, while Paul Blart is stuck in PG movies where he can uh, knock them out and uh, tie them up. So what you're telling me is you need a little more time to think about it? No. <laughs> John McClane would just shoot Paul Blart in the head and be done with it. So how do you think Paul Blart would do at Nakatomi Plaza? Just um, insert him there. How does, how does that movie change? Um, he would be killed very fast. <laughs> but you would have thought he'd been killed real fast here, too. Well, apparently only one of the people had a gun, so... Okay, so John McClane at the mall. He would have swept that go? up. He would have fucking gotten a gun and just killed all of them. But I, I think you would have enjoyed this movie more if it would have been John McClane in this mall. Uh, you, yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> this movie I feel like should have been PG-13 anyway. There wasn't much blood, but they're tackling issues such as marrying someone so you can get a green card then instantly abandoning your family. It was just an interesting backstory. <laughs> or why he doesn't have a wife anymore. I kind of like that backstory. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, why is that what they thought of? I don't know. I mean, it's a kid's movie. What a... It was just some extra thing they added in there that, that I actually thought was kind of funny. Vec talks about putting a bullet in Paul Blart's head. Is that PG? And I don't care what kids these days see. I don't give a shit. But I'm just thinking, should that be PG? I don't know. We, we've come a long way. And it'll go straight over their head, the green card thing. But I don't know, bullet in the head. I felt like that's a PG-13 quote right there. This movie would have benefited, not money-wise, but it would have benefited content-wise being PG-13. How so? Blood. <laughs> that was not the target audience. Well, and also, this whole movie's just one big running fat joke. Yeah. There's so many, I just called you fat. You're fat. You're a big target, Paul Blart. You're fat. That's not good for nine-year-olds to hear. Yeah, and like the hypoglycemia, you're kind of poking fun at people who might have that. Yeah, it, it should have not been PG, I think. It's it's like the other day, your mom and I watched The Adam Project. Have you heard about that? No. Well, it's got the, the handsome Ryan Reynolds in it. Okay. And he is from the future, and he goes back in the past to find his wife, um, Gamora, from uh, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Uh, I don't know her name. Really hot, though. She was also an avatar. Yes. 
it's it's nice when she gets to play a role where she is not a different color. Green or blue. <laughs> right? Yeah. But he runs into his young self. Mm-hmm. And his young self, which does a fantastic job of playing Ryan Reynolds. The, the young kid does. But he's got the whole inhaler. You know, like like they try to make kids look weak because they have an inhaler. Like back in my day, you you'd put glasses on them and like put tape in the middle of the glasses to make them look weak. Yeah, but nerdy. Now they've added in the inhaler, which I think is just a fuck you to the people <laughs> who actually have asthma. You know, it's it's just it's not okay. Yeah, I mean, glasses is one thing, but diseases are that's different. It feels like bullying. It absolutely what is does bullying. Hollywood care. Well, but if I have a, a kid who has an inhaler and, and has to, to take it and I take them to see a movie, you know, where they're basically making you look like you can't do shit because mm-hmm. you have an inhaler, it would it would piss me off. Yeah, I'd feel angry as a parent. It's too. just not it's just not okay. But I feel like since they were really rude with a lot of their dialogue, they should have just embraced a PG thirteen and gone a little bit harder. That would have been nice. Again, not the target audience. It's it's called Paul Blart Mall Cop. Yeah, I guess. So I said it's Die Hard in a Mall. It's uh, th- this dude, Paul Blart, he is a mall cop, and um, it's he takes his job very, very seriously. Ridiculous. And it's, it's Black Friday, and a bunch of people come in, and they decide that they're going to rob the place. And so then it's Paul Blart is in there going to take people out one at a time, just like Die Hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the end... He takes out the main two guys and and rescues his daughter and the girl of his dreams. Yep. All right, let's see what the internet has to say. A single suburban father, played by Kevin James, works at a mall as a security guard to make ends meet. And he takes his job very seriously, even though most of his colleagues and customers don't. As the holidays approach, Paul gets his moment to shine when Santa's little helpers shut down the mall and take hostages, including his daughter and girlfriend. Wasn't his girlfriend at the time. It was not his girlfriend. He realizes no one... He realizes no one knows the place better than he does, and he mounts his trusty steed, a Segway, and goes to the rescue. So I just looked up a mall cop salary, and I just looked at the first link. What do you think their hourly rate is? I'm going to say like $15 an hour. It's 14 Okay, that's, hey. That's laughably bad. But what do they do? Nothing. Right? I mean, I work in a mall. I see them. They don't do shit. I mean, what what can they do? Nothing. I mean, they're not even really a show of force, are they? No, they're just there to scare kids, I guess. Do you think they scare kids? Not the ones at my mall. I mean, the people... Not the ones who are going to be doing things they shouldn't be doing. They may, Maybe some, like, four or five-year-olds who think they're actual cops. There's a mall cop who's, like, geriatric at my mall. Like, he should be carrying an IV on wheels with him <laughs> on his Segway. I, like, they're, none of them are scary. Can a mall cop apprehend people i i don't know the rules I and mean, i feel like if somebody runs out your store i think you can hold them and keep them somewhere like mall security until the cops arrive only if they go willingly i guess well you have force your security mm. you can't pull someone against their will when their hands are full of stolen clothes in this day and age i, I just don't know i okay. think back in the day yeah, but it, but do you watch those videos anymore where, where people try to steal shit all the time? And, and some places they just let them, and other places they'll just go grab the cart from them or something. But a lot of times... Those people get fired. If you if you chase, you get fired. I work retail. I, I know how that works. Well, some you're, people have like loss prevention officers that that's their job. Well, yeah. To like, make sure you're not walking out we with walked, TVs. Like in a Marshalls, and there was just an LP officer right at the door. But I mean, as I'm an employee... 
We we have tactics to try and recover it. Um, Which is what? Hey, you going to pay for that? No, you're not even supposed to say that. Because what if you're wrong and they weren't stealing? They're going to get mad. But if you legit see them, like, put on a pair of shoes and walk out the door, you're not... What are you allowed to do? Um... The only things that I've retained that we've been trained for, loss prevention-wise, is this person has a bag. They went to American Eagle. They walk in. They go in the corner where there's some shirts. We see them put something in their bag. We're supposed to be like, hey, our fitting rooms are open if you wanted to try that on, which lets them know that we know that they stole it, Mm -mm. and it gives them an ultimatum. Try it on, leave it. Try it on, pay for it, or just run out the door with it in your bag. It's the, it's such a weird gray area that it's like might as well like not even really try. Like if the person's going to put it in their bag and stay in the store, yeah, say something to them. But if it's just a hit and run, they they walk in, they grab something and immediately walk out, you're powerless. Well, and I don't know that you want to fuck with somebody like that either. Somebody who's got the balls just to walk in, <laughs> grab something, just look at you and be like, what the fuck are you going to do about it? And just walk but, out. Yeah, I'm not chasing that person down. I'm not going to... I'm not going to tap him on the shoulder. Didn't you say that somebody came in your yeah. store and just grabbed a skateboard and just yeah. walked right out? Yeah. and the, It's like so, 150 bucks. So the way we have it set up is there's this wall with racks of decks, and there's chains from the wall to the counter, so you can't go through. But he just reached over, he grabbed it off the wall. After I was like, hey, welcome in, and he like gave me the tilt sup. your head up, like sup nod, yeah. He smiled, <laughs> and then he grabbed it and he just left. And my coworker is like, did that just happen? And I was like, yeah. That's so fucking ballsy, man. <laughs> he was he was definitely older than me. Think you could have taken him? Definitely not. No. What about Rage Jack? I I don't Rage Jack still exists. And like my whole like psycho factor, like I that I used to talk like think about and talk about when I was like 17. Mm-hmm. They exist, but I feel like it's like the movie Nobody, where they just it's, it's dormant. It doesn't come out like it used to like <laughs> yeah, I, let's be clear he's never hurt anybody no no but i was always confident that i could hurt anybody in a fight if i had to because like a psycho factor was very quick it, it just happened daily of oh this person pissed me off and it wasn't even that big of a deal i am enraged but nowadays it have to be something really bad i, I feel like it's all gone but I know that somewhere in the back of my brain, it's like chained up or whatever. <laughs> I think I can make a, a conservative shirt off that idea. Like, you know what old men wear in public who carry guns on their hips? The, the back of their shirt has like the whole Declaration of Independence on it. That's what I'm trying to say. The With the Patriot skull? Yeah, like, don't mess with me. I've got demons that yeah. make you piss your libtard pants. No, I think... <laughs> like, I, I could make a shirt now. I have a good idea for a shirt. You're lucky I'm on Seroquel and Lithium. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I I guess I agree. All right, so he is on perfectmatch.com, and, and we've talked before, would you ever get on a, a dating app like that? And you Apprehensive. Yeah. I, I think if your mother decided to divorce me and I wanted to get back out there, I I think that's probably what I would do. I would probably try that. For older people, it's easier, I think, because I'm sure when you get on any app, it lets you choose age range. Mm -hmm. 
like you don't want to be seeing fucking girls my age, my sister's age. That's you don't like that. That's gross. Well, <laughs> you do like I mean, that. I don't know. That's just kind of gross. I mean, you know, once you said your sister's age, I was like, oh, damn, you know, because that that kind of makes things different. But well, yeah. I, I'm not looking to date any younger women like that. But you'd <laughs> you'd fuck them. <laughs> I mean, they they got to be older than y'all though. Yeah, you know, because so, okay. that's just not okay. That, yeah, it's it's gross. You know, I mean, I'm 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 banging some girl and I find out how old she is, and then I find out that she went to school with with my daughter, and oh. just be like, no, yeah. I used to coach you in soccer. No, but I mean, either way, terrible. Thirty something years old is gonna be plenty fine and slash upgrade for you anyway. <laughs> It's, it's, come on, this is a Mother's Day episode. Don't don't oh, don't talk bad about your mom she like that. She won't listen. It's all right. It's oh, that's right. true. It's all right. It's all right. I wouldn't want to try to keep up with like a thirty-year-old. No, I, I'm not interested in that. The dating scene for you're fifty-three. The dating scene for that, everyone, most everyone, will be more mature. They've been around the block. They know how dating is. They won't waste people's time. They'll be straight up. I would think. Yeah. Like you'd be able to find within the first day of texting someone if you're going to keep talking to them or not. But for my age, it's all these games. It's all this bullshit. Some people still abide by the same high school rules, like the click shit and like popularity. And uh, it's just a, a fucking mess. But I feel like at your age, yeah. That, I mean, where else are you going to meet people, you know? Like, are you just going to go out places go out to the hospital and stuff and <laughs> hospital that's where all the people your age are no they're not the come graveyards. on graveyards gosh no I'm, I'm kidding obviously i just don't know where you meet old people not a fucking necrophiliac a red dude. lobster oh, <laughs> you'll go to red lobster that was so disappointing when we went there because that was like the place to go when i was a kid my family didn't have money but on my birthday every now and then my grandparents would come over and they would take us to red lobster that was a fucking treat, and I could not wait for you to try it. The cheddar biscuits were great. Oh, yeah, they're fucking awesome. I don't remember the food being good, and it I was, was surrounded by old as fuck people. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of blue hair in there, and not the punk rock kind. Yeah, or the hot kind. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was It was pretty disappointing. But but most things are that you remember that were awesome when you were a kid. They just deteriorate. Yeah, as an adult, you're like, oh, son of a bitch. But I, I think that I could, uh, I think I could go younger 40s. I think I could keep up with a with a woman in her younger 40s. Yeah, and I feel like the only time you're allowed to date someone who is like 10 years younger than you is at your age anyway. Because the further you are from realizing that she was 9 when you were 19, <laughs> the better. Yeah. <laughs> because that is just disgusting. It is. But you're 53. If she's 43, it's like, oh. Yeah, she totally, just got lucky. She totally wasn't 10 when I was 20. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just further you are from the reality of uh -huh. your situation, the better. All right, so I just looked up um, the 14 best dating sites to meet someone online for a real relationship in 2022. And, and there is one on there uh, that I, I feel like would be good for me. So uh, how many do you think you can name? <sighs> I mean, I think Tinder has a bad rep. It's not on there. Okay, I but... One of my coworkers has been dating the same guy from Tinder for like three, two, three years. Um, I think Bumble is on there. Yep. Match. Um, yep. eHarmony. Yep. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know any other ones. Um, I think Bumble is the one where girls have to shoot their shot. Yeah, it says best for women. Yeah, I think 
Yeah, on Bumble, women choose. So as a dude, you just... It's like the Sadie Hawkins thing. So that sounds nice, because shooting your shot sounds really scary. So you wait for them to match with you before you send dick pics? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure. I don't know. (laughs) Why do people send dick pics? No one wants a dick pic. Is any girl happy when that shows up in her fucking messages? No. There's no fucking way. Even if I'm asked for a dick pic, I don't really want to send a dick pic. Like, dicks are not attractive. I know I have one. And I'd be freaking out. And I don't like looking at it. That I'd be held for ransom at that point. We're going to send this to your mom and your sister and your grandparents unless you give us $50,000. And then we're going to go ahead and call my mom, my sister, my grandparents and say, hey, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Don't look at your phone. I will be at your house shortly to to delete this. So how would they know? Do most people who send dick pics send like their face in with the dick too? No. Or it just... I I mean, I would, and I would never include my face in any nudes I ever take. (sighs) Right? You know, as as much as you hear about people sending dick pics, I wonder if at some point there'll be like a, a professional photographer who just specializes in dick pics. They'd like I'm sure there already is. Take you out to the park and put, put a, like a bouquet near yeah, it. Yeah, put it that. like here, just rest this on this bale of hay and we'll bring in a pony <laughs> next to it. <laughs> the sun is setting just right in these blue bonnets. Just uh, lay it's it out right hour. here. Yeah. <laughs> Take it to the pumpkin patch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Poke some holes in some pumpkins. You just be holding one in front. <laughs> just your dick uh, gourd. Next. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to say. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Just it's it's like a line of gourds and your dick's right in the middle of them. So just, <laughs> yeah. Hey, there's another million dollar idea for that movie mugging. Great idea. Yeah. What what would make you send a dick pic? Is a girl gonna look at that and go, Oh, we're having sex. You you boy, that's all you had to do. So it's gotta be different because as a man to receive nudes is great. Oh yeah. Yeah. But some people have to be attracted to dicks, but a, a big thing, this is gross, Okay, but like you use your imagination when you receive a nude, you don't just look at it at face value. You would have to use your imagination. Yes. And be like, damn, it'd be so crazy to fuck this person, you know? So I feel like if a girl receives a dick pic and they wanted it. They would have to imagine that inside them because a dick is gross. I feel like there's no way people think dicks look good. So for a dick pic to have any value, they would have to have like a love connection with the person and want to fuck them or like they want, they try to imagine how the dick would feel. I don't know. Because I don't know. Like why is, why is it that dick pics are unwanted but nudes are the holy grail? But maybe dick pics are only unwanted in certain circumstances where it's a guy named Chad from so-and-so frat who opens up the conversation by sending a dick pic when unasked. Because that's the only time you ever hear about dick pics, right? Unsolicited. Is one, yeah, un, yeah, an unsolicited one. What about the solicited ones? Are there solicited ones? I'm, sh- I'm guessing there are. So, like, there has to be some sort of value in a dick pic, not looking at it. There's no way they're like... They just look at it, wow, it's so big. A male can masturbate to pictures of a naked woman. What about a woman? Is it good to masturbate to a naked dude? I'm guessing yes. And if they have, like, abs and stuff, but, like, if it's just a dude with a dad bod and a dick, like, what is there 
to masturbate to. Some girls find dad bods hot. I mean, yeah, but like that's, you know what I'm talking about. Like if it's not a dude with nice muscles who's like toned, if it's what, not is a dis- there, what is there to come about? If he doesn't fit the description of like a romance novel. Yeah. Or or the, the GQ model or something. I, I don't know. But if it's just a picture of a dick, is that something what that a girl there? would masturbate to? I don't know. I don't know either. Moving back to gmail.com. anyone. <laughs> like if your mom asked me to send her a picture of my dick, like, like say that she was out of town and she's like, I, I really miss your dick and I really would like to see it. Will you send me, will you get hard and send me a picture of it? I don't think I could do it. I don't even think I could take a picture of my dick. And I just it feels wrong on all levels for me. I'm sure it's like you would just lose your boner all quick trying to send a dick pic to mom because you're just like want it to be like look good or whatever, and you get the lighting just like, right. Come on, come on, go up, go up, go up, and then as soon as you start to take the picture, it's just already deflating or it's like when you when you take a selfie you have to take like 900 of them to find that one that's just right and so i'm just <laughs> no, you have moving moving my dick in other in other places is it good right next to my thigh okay what you try it with shaved pubes and without shaved <laughs> pubes does it look good resting on this white sheet or this blue sheet maybe have a candle near it for the nice <laughs> yeah, lighting exactly i just call in the professional dick photographer but i i think a dick pic would be a lot more effective well not just a dick pic maybe like you're a mirror picture where you don't have anything on and your head's not in the mirror, but you have plans to hang out that night. Then that's like, it, it's like a foreplay. Like it gets them ready, you know, like to send that <laughs> and you're like on your way to that person's house. Then you're going to be very sexually excited. It's going to boost it. Yeah, I suppose I, you would think like, so if you're on your way to mom's house when you're 23, whatever, mm-hmm. and she sent you something in the mirror like that, your foot's going to be heavier on that gas. Damn right. See, exactly. So mm-hmm. it's also a timing thing. If it's impeccable timing, then a dick pic could be a great thing. Maybe. <laughs> I'm but, trying- but that's not just a dick pic. That's a mere, mere selfie. And that was a total hypothetical. I'll tell you right now, your mother would never in a million years want a picture of my dick. Well, yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. All these different scenarios. There's a lot that goes into, shit, should I send a dick pic? Which to me is never do it unless someone is directly wanting it. I say never do it at all. Even then? Because once it's out there, it's out there and you have no idea what's going to happen to it. it freaks me out. Like, just like that. But then it's like, now, if someone's trying to send me nudes, I'm not going to say no. But what if they want a dick pic in return? You're going to feel like a dick, yeah? You're like, this is not a negotiation. You sent those but on your own free fuck, will. That's kind of, I mean, yeah, I guess you'd have to tell them, hey, before you send these, just so you know, I am not in the business of sending dick pics. If you would like to see it, I will be over there in 15 minutes. No, you don't tell them that until afterwards. No. If, if they send you something unsolicited and 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 then they expect you to do it, be like, that's not how I work. But the, the, uh, I'd rather be straightforward so you don't lose the contact, you know? But then you don't see the nudes that she was going to send you. Well, but if she was going to send you nudes, you're probably going to see her naked anyway. True. And the nudes aren't a big deal. Nudes are always appreciated. Sure. But if there's no nudes, it's, it doesn't fine. matter. Yeah, exactly. All right, so there's eHarmony, Match, Zeusk, Friend Finder, <laughs> Bumble. Yeah, a real relationship. It sounds like Friends with Benefits Finder. Hinge is best for quick and serious matches. 
quick and serious. Damn. Okay, Cupid. The League, best for educated singles. Mm, that sounds <laughs> like a fucking Reddit gold mine <laughs> to look at those profiles. I have a 162 IQ. I graduated from Harvard, Yale, just because I wanted to, and we're so rich. Um, There's Her, which is best for films, which I don't really know exactly what that means. Are we talking LGBTQ there? Okay. I think so. We have, uh, here's one for me, Silver Singles, <laughs> <laughs> which is best for older daters. Coffee Meets Bagel, which is the best dating site for newbies. Adult Friend Finder, which that... Uh, I've heard of that one. Mm-hmm. Would you, what are the, what is the situation where you would get on a dating app? Like if mom died? I well, feel like, I feel I said, like it, if my wife dies, I'm strictly going to keep relationships to fucking. <laughs> and that's going to be like a long time after. Once I like can deal with it and bring myself to be like, it's okay to do this. It's not tarnishing their memory. Especially if I had kids, I would not give them a shit stepmom. I feel like a grief fuck would, would actually be pretty nice. <laughs> Just cry while you're on her. Take, take your mind off things. Gosh, that's awful. I don't know, but Ugh. what I'm asking is if you are a... what a, Widower? W- widower. Uh-huh. Would you still do it? Or only if oh, man. she's a crazy... Turns out to be crazy and just divorces you. I feel like divorce makes it a lot easier to just... Because then you get over it and then then you can start dating other people. Just get back out there. But yeah. I feel like if they died, it's just so much worse. Yeah. I, I feel like dating is done after that, but you can totally go to the bar and be that sexy silver man who just picks somebody up and then brings them home, bangs them, and then by the time they wake up, you're like making eggs. Take them to Red Lobster later. That's just awful to think about, though. I think if your mom left me, then then yeah, I, I could be easier. get back out there. You still but... have a period of... <sighs> yeah. And the last one on here is Plenty of Fish. I've heard of that one. Mm-hmm. All right, and now the ones you really want to hear about, Jack. The eight best adult dating sites, apps, and platforms for hooking up tonight. So we got Tinder. Uh, yeah, Tinder. Grinder. Yeah. Someone has added me on Snapchat and messaged me. Claiming that they met me on Grinder, and I was like, "You typed it in wrong." Like, I sorry, Javier. Yeah, like that. That was his name. I was like, "Yeah, I'm sorry. I, that was not me." And all my friends were like, "Bro, what you, the fuck? You bringing Javi tonight?" Yeah, I'm like, "No." Yeah, that's for uh, best. It's gay. It's gay Tinder. Yeah, best for gay hookups. And I think that's where and Christian Mingle probably. <laughs> <laughs> you know, premarital sex is rampant. Yeah, it is not on here. <laughs> so we have Reddit Dirty R for R. Reddit Dirty R for what does that mean? I don't know. It's a best one hundred percent free hookup site. R for R, and it's the number four. Well, I figured, yeah, but it just means blank for blank. R for R. Ready for rectal. <laughs> <laughs> Rock hard for. <laughs> no, it's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> oh man. Gosh. <laughs> you might have to just bleep it out and <laughs> leave this in. <laughs>
All right, so best sure thing is Ashley Madison. Wait, let me let me let me look up R for R. But that Ashley Madison, that shit got leaked. Somebody broke into that and, and released pages and pages and pages. And of the, the people the, who were I don't want to be anywhere where the Duggars have ever been. I hate them. Yeah, I think Ashley Madison is for people who are already married and they just want to fuck somebody else. It's means redditor for redditor. Oh, okay. But I think yeah, I think Ashley Madison is best for cheaters. Yeah. Well, you were close on that one. <laughs> we have a uh, best female to male ratio is called seeking. Okay. Uh, best for women again is Bumble, best for casual dating is Hinge, and then best for gay hookups is Grinder. And Tinder is just best for everyone. Yeah. It has the most users on there. That's cuz the most famous dating site that's the one that everybody knows so back to the movie why why did they have to make all the um bad guys like extreme sports people either on skateboards or parkour or bmx BMX freestylers what what the fuck was that about so i almost talked about it during the movie but i was like no we i'm just gonna wait it's for the audience what kid does not think that that is the coolest shit they have ever seen, right? I guess, he yeah. literally He skateboards across a roof, off of a ramp, onto another roof. That was sick. He he goes up on the, on the ramp. Why is there a ramp structure <laughs> in, in the fucking mall? Not sure. Mm-hmm. But he's on his bike, and he... Like, that is just... It just made it cooler. And also, if, like, if they're on their feet, like, how shitty would that be? Okay. They're just <laughs> running everywhere. It's way cooler for... The guy who looks like he got let off for good behavior for a life sentence for killing his whole family. It's way cooler to watch him skateboard around the mall. They all, it's, they all looked ridiculous. And really, adult height people riding BMX bikes look stupid. You disagree? I, I, I was thinking, yeah, I was trying to think back to it. The bikes were kind of small. Yeah, and they looked stupid on it. And they, and they were riding really fast where they're moving it side <laughs> to side. And they're fucking a grown adult <laughs> on, on fucking BMX bikes that kids ride. I liked the parkour ones too, though. Did you? Because the dude, when he jumped over the, <laughs> when he jumped over the counter the first time you see him jump, he didn't even touch it. It just kind of looked cool. Well, I, but, but <laughs> he did the... You're not looking at my fingers. <laughs> yeah. When you put your legs straight out and you like vault over something, it, yeah. just, it just looks cool. I mean, okay, but why Why are they having shots and then just people are just flying through the air? Like they just jumped off of a roof and they're flying down and... It's corny as hell. Oh but, my gosh. But I thought, wow, what a great way to make literally every kid who is watching this right now think it is so much cooler. Yeah. And and again, that's that's the target audience is fucking what five through ten year olds and their and their mothers who yeah. would, who would take their kids to see a movie five like through this. eleven maybe. All right, let's just get into uh, favorite parts. <laughs> it made me laugh. So he tackles the guy into the ball pit, and then his segway <laughs> falls in the ball pit, and the guy you see his hand reach out like a zombie, grab a skateboard, whatever. And then Paul Blart. It's just rumbling. The balls are rumbling and moving. And he's like slowly coming out of the grave on his Segway. That was funny to me. I I like I remembered that as soon as it started happening happening and I was really happy to see it again. Yeah, it's that, kinda- it, it it had hidden gems in it like that. Like this movie <laughs> for the most part 
was not good. Most of the jokes missed. They were just not funny. But the, <laughs> that one was universally funny. I think not necessarily rare to find something in a movie, like a moment like that, that anyone will think is funny. But I, I think that one... Maybe not fully universal, but it was close. That was a joyous moment. As much as I'd like to say that was stupid, it was, <laughs> it was funny. It worked. Yeah, it's just it like, worked. <laughs> I think that's probably my favorite part. As small as it is, yeah, that was. Uh, I'll also have to go with the the segue in the ball pit, and he just kind of comes up like a like a vampire, just kinda, yeah, straight up, yeah, like some, laying some, in his coffin. Somehow he he got back on it down there. <laughs> yeah, it didn't even fall right on top of where know, he was. I know <laughs> that that was a that was really great. And he, you know what? He was pretty good on that segue. Like, yeah, like he'd spend a lot of hours on there it's to be able to do all this stuff. Not hard to spend a lot of hours on a segue. It sounds like a lot of fun, dude. Let's sign up. No. What do you mean? Because that's... Go, go on a Segway tour somewhere. No. Why? Because that's a tour. That's what other bullshit. scenario are you going to have to go ride Segways? Buy one. R- really? How much does a Segway cost? Surely not like $13,000. It's just going to fucking take up room somewhere. You're, when are you going to ride that? Okay, so you really think a Segway tour would be fun? I think just being able to ride a Segway would be fun. I wouldn't want to go on a tour anywhere. So are there just places where you can just go rent segways and just ride them wherever you want to uh, probably not wherever you want to probably within certain place like because there's some places but i want to be able to do stupid shit you know that's the same reason why i think a tour like is not cool because i can just go look at all this shit myself of my own accord if you're in a, a museum and you go on a tour it's going to be all boring you're going to be with people and they're sticky grubby-handed kids and this lady's going to be telling you the history of this art piece you don't give a shit about. You just wanted to look at it for fucking 12 seconds and then go to the next thing. That's why I think tours are a waste, because you don't get to express yourself as much as you'd want. Now, if you have a Segway, are you really just going to want to be going three to four miles an hour down some sidewalks like with all these people and you just look like a stupid old white man? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You'd rather fucking take it to a skate park early in the morning and go on ramps and shit, right? Well, I, I, I said tour because I'm just trying to think of scenarios that I would actually get to ride one. I'm going to Google how much a Segway is. Or we maybe... We could take turns. We don't even have to buy two. Or, but it would be very... It would be very special if we both had our own. It would be very special. Had, but let's be real. They would sit out in the garage with the drift trikes that we have. <laughs> just well, collecting dust. are so much less fun. No, drift- they're fucking fun. Damn. And a Segway like the one in the movie is 7000 Holy shit. Second generation used versions are four to 5000 Dude, you get a fucking kick-ass go-kart for a whole lot cheaper and have a whole yeah, lot more fun. Segway 9-bot electric go-kart is on Amazon for eight eighty. I can buy that. Yeah. I could buy it. I could, oh, that would be so cool. I want a Segway so bad. Where would you ride it? Around. Around where? I would leave it at the bottom of the stairs. (laughs) And just come into the kitchen with him? (laughs) I would love that. That would actually be really funny. I would love that. You get something? Go get the mail. Oh, it's not worth $7,000 to go get the mail only, but I'll be damned if I don't want it. If I was already like your age and like fully established and didn't really have any need to save up for anything... Then I would buy a Segway tonight, but I mean, like, <laughs> I'm just like 21, 
No apartment, no secure housing, no insurance. I have things to save up for in my yeah, life. There's no need to have a Segway. No I need know, whatsoever. But oh, I, I could buy an, a pre-owned one. That would be a lot better because, like, what what happens to a Segway? Well, I, I think maybe if you lived in an apartment building in the city and your job was like a half mile away and there was like no parking lot, then yeah, you just. Like you keep it in your apartment, you ride it down the elevator, and then you just go down a couple blocks. But I can't think of any other reason why you would need a Segway. There, there's not one other than cool. to, other than to have one and say I got a kick ass Segway. But you're not going to fucking ride it. I'd have to start wearing like blazers if I if I got a Segway. Yeah, and still wear a helmet with it too. Yeah, yeah. So could you ride a Segway if you went to the mall? Could you just come in with a Segway and ride it around the mall? <laughs> they probably wouldn't let me. People can ride scooters in there, like old people. You have a point. I'll just tell them my leg hurts. <laughs> but can you ride them inside places? Like, I don't think you can. I don't I don't really think you can take them anywhere except maybe like a, you know, a, a city park path or something. <sighs> Which, I mean, or it'd be fun. fucking X Games mega ramp. <laughs> yeah. All right, bucket of chicken. And I guess Kevin James. I feel like he had some funny facial expressions throughout. I liked when he was on the Segway riding with her, and he was like, "Yeah, that, going around the sides." That reminded me of like a very Titanic. Or something. <laughs> he looked very attentive, mm-hmm. like he was being very sure that he's being safe, and but he's also looking at her out the mm-hmm. corner of his eye. Yeah, Kevin James, he he did a good job, especially doing all like the stunt type stuff. It all looked good. Um, I'm gonna give my bucket of chicken to a. Uh, the person who came up with the name for that hot sauce, the devil's crotch. I think that's a great name for a hot sauce. I thought you were going to say for coming up with the name Paul Blart, because I, I love that last name. Do you? Yeah, it's just kind of gross sounding, and it's just like a joke of a last name. But like, you think, oh, it's not that good. But then you say Blart, and it just it comes out right. It fits him. Mm-hmm. All right, score time. This one's hard, because... It wasn't so bad. It went by pretty quick. Yeah. But it wasn't good. Like, I didn't... I don't know. I think I'll give it, a like, a 48. Okay. Like, it was just like... <laughs> I could have watched it. I could have not watched it. Not much would have changed. Yeah. I, I, th- I liked a select few scenes. I didn't really hate anything. So I feel like 48 is all right, because... I will probably never watch this movie again. I don't really want to, but not for any specific reason. You know? Yeah. It just was not good, but I laughed really hard when he came out of the ball pit. I thought you were going to give it a 79. (laughs) Wow. I thought you really enjoyed it. You seem to be enjoying it the whole time. But it's, I went in with the right mindset. This movie was, it was not good. I liked seeing it because I'd seen it so many times before, and it was fun to watch it again. Yeah. But yeah, I was never feeling a high, high score for this. Okay. Like, 60 was max. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't really want to give it a 60. But I can't give any specific reason why it deserves to fail. And fail bad for you. But at the same time, I, I just, I can't. 
give any reasons for it to go any higher. Like, it was a 48 just seems right. Okay. Like, 50 makes sense, like, right down the middle. Yeah. Half, half good, half bad. Uh, 48, though. Okay. Um... Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a good movie. <laughs> it was, yes. But... A couple good scenes. I didn't hate watching it either. I see. It's, uh, we're in the same boat. It yeah. was not good, but it went by quick. So it, it did it, go by quick. So it wasn't that bad. Yeah. I was sitting there a lot of time thinking, this is really stupid, but, I, but I'd seen it before. But at the same time, I was entertained. Yeah. You know, even though it was bad. <laughs> so I, I'm actually giving it on your high end. I'm giving it a 60. I, I wrote 32. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I could talk myself sure. into a 32 all day long, but I can also talk myself into the 60, which which I did. I feel like 48 is a good one for this. 48, again, 32 <laughs> is perfect. 48 is perfect. I mean, it, it's obviously not something that passes. 60 is perfect as well. It, it, ha- it can be any score and I, it'll feel okay. So I was, I was low. Um, <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? It was okay, you know? Um, and then when you said 48, I was thinking, man, I should have just stayed low because now I'm up here by myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. You want to see what uh, film stripping had to say about it? Yes, yes. I heard you, or I, I looked over and I saw you listening to what I presume to be their episode. Okay, so it was their episode number four, and here's their take on it. Watching and didn't back them up. That was really upsetting. The whole movie was upsetting to me, yes. and I'm I'm actually like so bummed that I'm still talking about <laughs> Paul Blart Mall Cop. I'm I'm, I'm going to apologize for another reason right now to the listeners. If this episode was kind of a downer because <laughs> we just hate it so much, and I really want to just check out of this episode and just call it early and be like, I really do not want to discuss this anymore. And if you're upset by that, you know what? You so are have, we. You didn't have to watch Paul Blart Mall Cop. I did. <laughs> I had to do it. So did I. But I'm sorry. We good? We good on Paul Blart Mall Cop? Yeah, I am good. It was an offensive movie. It was very sad. There's no way you could be empathetic with Paul Blart. He's... Vile. Yes. Oh my... Yes, he's vile. Like, oh. All right, cool. I can't believe they got married. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Filmstripping. Vile? He was not a vile man. I get the offensive part because I'll basically an hour and a half of fat shaming, but. So the definition of vile is extremely unpleasant or morally bad and wicked. I mean, he was vile when he got drunk, but I wouldn't call him a vile person. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Um, but I thought it was funny that she said, I can't believe they got married <laughs> because that means they watched the credits. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so they didn't tap out all that quick. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go back and try to find out what their scores were on this. Now to rate this movie one to 10, we decided we're going to do decimal fractions. Yes. You go. Okay. Uh, 2.5. 2.5. Solid. I'm giving it a three. Oh, just, nice. Just giving it a three. <laughs> I, I have is, nothing else to say about it. It just gets a three out of 10. I want to say that's mm-hmm. three out of 10, of course. I uh, gave it a 2.5 only because I thought uh, Feck, the leader of the parkour kids, mm-hmm. who the crime ring people, mm-hmm. was actually not a bad actor. He was pretty good. Yeah. I don't know about all and that. I really like uh, Amy as an actress. So that's why I got a 2.5. See, I thought Feck was bad or Veck. Yeah, I, I thought so too. I'm worried because they 
both use the word vile for the comedy and and they like to listen to us. <laughs> like we are just worse. I, I wanna I wanna be contacted and hear a little more on why it was vile and disturbed, because this movie to me was neither of those things. I'm more worried that they're going to think so much less of me because I gave it a fucking 60. <laughs> That's, you know, hey, you're, like, you're, we're lucky that this is not also our episode four. They might have been out. Yeah, of our, our I'm going to get blocked on Instagram for, for a little while. When I when I think of vile, I think of green room. That shit is fucking vile. The hand being almost cut off. Uh, the hard R, neo-Nazis. That shit to me is vile. I mm-hmm. hold... Maybe it's just because of how it sounds. I never heard the definition until just now. But to me, I hold the word vile way, way, way up there. Like, if it's vile, it's like makes you want to throw up. And nothing about Paul Blart made me want to throw up. No. Or made me... What about eating that sucker with all the hair on it? Okay, that see, that is... That's gross. That's... <laughs> that's vile. That is... <laughs> yeah, that's kind of vile. Okay, I, <laughs> I would have been like... Fuck, I would have picked it off as I'm passing out. I'm going to have to go back and listen. And if you don't find anything, I hope to hear from them, maybe. I don't want to hear from them on this, because I'm embarrassed at the score I gave (laughs) and how much more less of me that they think. Well, you could go edit in a different score. I could. Pretending like you haven't heard this. Yeah, here we go. Uh, I'm going to give it a 19. Wow. Yeah. I I, I thought... Just terrible. It was was vile. It was disturbing. (laughs) It's it's just the one of the worst things I've ever seen, and I've just you couldn't sympathize with him. No, it was just a he was just a horrible, horrible person. You know, <laughs> okay, now we're making fun of them trying to he tried to buy a wig. I mean, just what so, a it's horrible, a, a small business. I know, cocksucker, man. That was vile. No. All right, well, you got anything else? Nope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number one hundred and fifty nine of Movie Muggin'. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at MovieMuggin. If you'd like to email us, MovieMuggin at gmail.com. And you can also go over to our website. Uh, we have a couple links on there. One, you could submit a question to Ask Jack. Another one, you can look up all the movies we've mugged in alphabetical order to see if your favorite one's on there. Or one will take you to our merch store. And I need to be making the new shirt that says, uh, you're lucky I'm on Seroquel and Lithium. Hmm. Uh, and we ask that if you like listening to us, if you dig the show, tell a friend. We're, we're trying to grow the show. And more importantly... Give your mother on this Mother's Day the gift of movie mugging. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. You're, you're going to pick her up. You're going to you... take her to dinner. Have us playing in the background. And then every time she tries to talk, careful, sh- shush her Does your so mom she can listen. have pre-existing heart uh, disease? I got heart disease. Well, I mean, but someone's Catholic grandma might have a heart attack listening to us is what I'm saying. Well, then it's her time to go. It's her time to go. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Going out while listening to Movie Mugging don't seem so bad. No. I mean, would you rather get hit by a train or just die peacefully listening to Movie Mugging? Uh, I mean, I, the whole thing was she was having a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> Probably get hit by a train. It'd be less painful. <laughs> well, depending on how fast the train's going, I guess. And depending on which episode, probably. But I, I, when I think of a specific moment for people to laugh at, all I can ever think of is like the bear come. I can't think of any other. That's like my most remembered moment in my head 
of a, a single conversation we had about animal cum and superpowers from that, them. That's one of the things I laughed the hardest at. Um, the episode where I um, played all the recordings of my farts, that was some good <laughs> that stuff. That was really fun. Um, the Samuel L. Jackson game, that was a good time. Classic. The uh, the outtakes of the, uh, the the Thanksgiving theme that we made. I mean, we, <laughs> we've had some really funny times that we have laughed our asses off, and, and I'm sure some other people have found it humorous as well. So I hope um, so. You know, but, but then again, we're just those people who think they're super funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've got to remember that. But we're not, and we deserve two stars on uh, mm-hmm. on iTunes. Yeah. Again, fuck that guy. <laughs> but happy Mother's Day. Um, happy first Mother's Day to Erica. Oh, shit, yeah. What a, what a, don't fuck up, Chris. This is a big one. <laughs> well, it's already Mother's Day, so if he's uh, listening to this the day after Mother's Day, yeah. Don't fuck it up. I fucked up the very first Mother's Day. You did? Yeah. You do, you've heard that story? I- feel like I have. Like Father's Day, I don't give a fuck. And that was back at the time where I just thought everybody thought like me. And since Father's Day is not a big deal to me, I made the mistake of projecting that on your mother to where she would think Mother's Day is not a big deal. Evidently it is. And uh, I did not uh, I did not do a lot to make it a big day. So, um, But you did something. I don't remember what I did. I don't know that I did much of anything. And I felt like a rotten piece of shit after it was brought to my attention. <laughs> cry- well, yeah, the, the the way she brought it to your attention was turning red, crying, and locking you out of the room she cried in, right? Well, I'm sure that was part of it. <laughs> um, but the next year, we got uh, third row center tickets for Rick Springfield. Oh, and then and, you uh, fucked the shit out of her afterwards. I, I think it made up for and it. And you changed the baby's diaper. Well, yeah. You did everything. So the really cool thing about the Rick Springfield show, number one, she loved Rick Springfield, like forever. But girls would throw like dozen roses on stage, and he would slam them on his guitar, and then he'd throw them back out. I caught some roses that Rick Springfield slammed on his guitar. Mom fainted in your oh, arms. And brought them home. Um, How did he catch them on his guitar? No, he he caught them, and then he would bang them on his guitar where all the flowers would fall off. Then he'd throw them back in the audience. He would just throw the stems? Well, the stems were rubber band. Like, if you got a dozen roses, they're they're rubber yeah. band together. Yeah. So And then he would throw the stems back out. And, and of course, I, I'm there with, you know, 10,000 women, so I'm one of the taller people. So You're it, taller. You yeah, can I mean, jump it, real good. Yeah, it wasn't a problem with me just <laughs> reaching my hand up there and, and grabbing it. So, yeah, I that made up for it. And then I, I do, like, every single year since then, after Mother's Day is over, because I, obviously I can't do fucking Rick Springfield tickets every year. I, I, no. I, I always say, hey, was this, was it, did I do okay job? Did it, did I do okay? And because I'm, I'm always worried about it. I thought you were going to say you get her a dozen roses every year as a callback to oh. that one. And I'm like, no way. That's actually kind of cool. No, I buy her flowers. I don't know why she likes those flowers. I, I don't think they look terrible. Like, I, I think flowers are stupid. But that would be me projecting that on her to, well, she probably thinks flowers are stupid too. I won't so, you know, so. Well, yeah, once you find out someone likes something, you just get them that thing. Yeah, exactly. So, guys, if this is your wife's first Mother's Day, you better do a good fucking job. And if you think you're doing a good fucking job, you need to do better. All right. Well, happy Mother's Day out there to all you uh, wonderful mothers. Uh, happy Mother's Day to my wife. Thank you for coming on the show today. Happy Mother's Day to my sister, a uh, listener forever now. Appreciate you. Hopefully. Um, sometimes she likes to interject things that are wrong, like uh, <laughs> the fact that I need to be okay with my wife's shit, and I am not, and you were still wrong, but happy Mother's Day anyway. Happy Mother's Day to my dear mother, even though you won't hear this because she has no idea that we even have a podcast. <laughs> and uh, happiest of all happy Mother's Days to uh, Erica over at the Film Stripping Podcast, who is celebrating her very first Mother's Day. 
Very special. Yeah, I hope it's a special one. Hope uh, hope Chris does a good job, unlike the job that I did for my wife's first Mother's Day. All right, so until next time, you have yourself a movie mug and Mother's Day. Bye. Old, fat, naked men plague all of my dreams at night.